Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move, the Jill of all trades of Candy Kisses TV with another Motivation Monday. And today I am here with another Jill, another Jill of all trades that is. This woman has been doing her thing since I can remember. First off, let me tell you that she is an inventor. That's right. You heard it here first. She is an inventor, but that's not half. That's not the half of it. That's so much more goes into this woman and we're going to get into that so introducing miss joy pearson stokes it's joy stokes sorry i'm sorry well let's get that corrected it is miss joy stokes so (laughs) (laughs) tell the people where they can find you on media uh facebook instagram and podcast and all that first let's get that out the way say that one more time michelle Tell the people where they can find you via social media, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, etc. Okay. Well, um, the easiest way to find me is probably just um, you bring me joy on Instagram. Um, the letter U B R I N G M E J O I, and then it kind of breaks off from there with everything else that I have going on. Or on Facebook, I'm Joy A Stokes. J O I A. S-T-O-K-E-S, Joy A. Stokes, and the same on YouTube and um, Instagram. Okay. Now, you know, I definitely wanted to body roll as soon as you said you bring me joy. <laughs> That's my jam for Black Street, girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. Now, I know you as a model first when, like, pictures started swirling around because uh-huh. of... Um, I don't know if you, well, of course you remember because he took your picture. My friend, it was my first photographer friend, Amadi Phillips. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Yes, I yes, yes. That. Oh, wow. But now you become a mogul from photography to radio to podcast and inventor. So let's start there with invention. Um, now, as an entrepreneur, I know that all inventors come from needing something that doesn't exist. So tell me what happened on that day when it clicked in your head to create the joystick. Mm, wow. Well, I guess to get to that point, I have to start by saying that, you know, from the modeling, we went to me being a photographer. From photography, I met my co-host from the radio, Michael McFadden. And um, when we started radio, that was where joystick came from because I was sitting there trying to figure out, okay, Periscope had just came out and I said, well, Mm -hmm. I want to hold my phone. So what do I need to do to allow us the ability to live stream on Periscope without me having to hold my phone? And so needless to say, I went home later on that day. I played around with some different things and then, you know, joystick was invented but not until someone asked on the radio hey where can i get it from did i think of selling it you know in my mind i was just and like oh this this is great for me and him you know right Um, and uh i'm just glad that when she said something that i actually said hold up give me a minute (laughs) because you know Fast forward two years, you know, we're in an amazing space now with, you know, everything going on with um, COVID and and the quarantines and stuff. Right now, content creation is so important. And being able to do it on your own without having 
to reach out to somebody without having to hire somebody. Um, so, you know, truth be told, Joystick is a perfect invention for right now in the space that we're in. And I'm just glad that when the idea came that I jumped on it instead of saying, oh, wait. Right. Well, now, now I know what, what it is, but can you give a, a better description and breakdown of what it is for the people that are listening that have not visually seen it? Sure, of course. Um, so a joystick is a live stream. It's an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile devices or a tablet allowing users to stream and record hand on multiple apps simultaneously. It's lightweight, portable, so you can basically bring your joystick anywhere to capture stable, professional footage from all angles. You can, can cust- Go ahead. I was gonna say, you also can customize your joystick by shopping through the many accessories that we now carry so that essentially everybody's purchase will be different because what your needs are for your live streaming and recording will be totally different from someone who is, you know, a, um, a tattoo artist or who, you know, is buying it for their church. Okay. So like, okay. So now, like I, like I said, I know what it is, but so you can individually buy the attachments that you need versus just like buying a standard. You can say, okay, I only need this piece, this piece, and this piece. So you can you can buy it that way, or you okay. can actually buy the stand and then customize it for your for your own needs. So, for example, you might not have a tablet, so instead mm-hmm. of the tablet piece, you might have two phones. So you want to you know, actually hold two phones and, you know, you, you like to travel a lot. So you might need to purchase one of our charging banks and the charging bank actually will charge both of your devices. It comes with an additional phone clamp. So you can actually have all three devices on your joystick simultaneously. That is so dope. And they can find this where, what site is it the joystick.com or is it Oh, perfect. Yep. Joystick.com. J-O-I-S-T-I-K.com. Our slogan is stick to what you do best and let the joystick do the rest. Because the main thing for me being a photographer when I would be on the red carpets was I still needed to take pictures. But I knew people wanted to be where I was at. So I was like, okay. Again, this works perfectly because now I'm hands-free. I can use my hands to actually take photos and I can still be live streaming and showing off where I'm at. Perfect. No, well, okay. Now, speaking of the joystick is your baby. Is speaking of your baby, how are you doing <laughs> with your new, <laughs> new bundle of joy that's expected to arrive during this quarantine time? I know. Um, we are 38 weeks and counting. So we actually have two more weeks to go. I'm super excited, super ready. Super ready. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Super enough. (laughs) Super, super ready. You know, it's like I think pregnancy is cute at the beginning and through the middle. And then once you get to the point where you're like, can't sleep, you know, you've got cankles and everything that you possibly see in sight, you know, I think that that's when it's like, okay, it's not as cute as it was at first. (laughs) And and then just the anticipation, you know, of waiting all of these w- weeks, knowing right. that you're getting 
a life. You know, I'm really, we're, we're really excited. The Do you know what you're having or are you keeping that under wraps or? No, we're having a, we're having a girl, Sila Joy Stokes. Oh, okay. So I know y'all are super excited. I know, shoot, girls are the fun part. I don't know if it's fun part for dad because they got to be the extra protective, but you know, you can <laughs> put the bows and the dresses and the, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> so the difference for me is I'm not, I don't know that I'm as girly as I, as I know other people to be, but I'm pretty sure okay. that just because I'm not as girly, she's going to want to be like the girly girl. Like, <laughs> of course. She's like, mom, we have to paint our nails. We have to do all of this. Oh, well, painting the nails is fine. But I'm just saying, like, I have a girlfriend who's, you know, who's somewhat of a tomboy. And now she has a daughter and they're in every, you know, ballet class, every dance class, every, you know, every this, every that. She loves pink. And her daughter is like a girly girl girl. And it's just so funny. Mm. Oh, my my best friend to be a tomboy, you know? Um, because just like me, we both had older brothers. And so, you know, we weren't necessarily around a lot of girl stuff growing up. And then most of my cousins were boys. So, you know, I just didn't take to it. Not to say it's same with it, you know, but um, it just was different. And so, like I said, and then with me having my son, who's 10, Brenton, you know, it's definitely going to be a transition, but I definitely am looking forward to it. Well, same here. I mean, I grew up with brothers and, and cousins that were, you know, boys. I had maybe two female cousins that lived in another state. So for the most part, I was running with the guys. Mm-hmm. But when it got time to be, you know, I guess middle school age, I was like, oh, no, I like makeup. And ah! then that's when the girl side came out. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's so, okay. <laughs> So let's get to this. Now, Now, with you being a Jill of all trades yourself, one being a radio personality like myself, where did the passion for that come from? And how did... Oh, and actually, how did you and your husband decide to do a podcast together? Well, I didn't necessarily know that I was interested in radio. Um, okay. When Michael approached me, he was just like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of starting this morning show. Would you be interested? And I was like, sure. Let, you know... I always tell my son to try something first and then because mm-hmm. I was like, well, let me try it. It was seven to nine in the morning. So that was already like, you know, one of the things that I, I knew I was going to dread because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> Why did you choose that early? Did it oh, no, 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 no. I didn't choose it. It chose me. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> but he had already had like the time slot allotted, you know, and so okay. I was like, all right, cool. So for two and a half years, because we're not actually doing the show anymore for two and a half years, you know, I loved it. I still, I still do. I love, I love meeting new people. I love, you know, finding out their story. I love understanding why they did what they did and why they started the company that they started. So it does definitely intrigues me. I'm, I definitely do miss it, you know, um, but I do know that, you know, of course there are some more things in store for me and my husband in the future um, when it comes to that. But at the same time, we started a podcast because we noticed that a lot of people um, had fallen in love with our love story and, and they love the transparency that me and him had with each other. 
And so we were like, I wonder what, you know, I wonder if we should start something. And, you know, one thing led to another. Of course, we started it, you know, while we were in quarantine because we were spending a lot of time, to, you know, a lot of time together. And, you know, we both had the necessities to do, to start it, you know? Um, right. I think I had started doing this this thing called um, cooking in the kitchen with the Stokes. Every once in a while, we would, you know, have <laughs> you know, um, and we would record them. And again, like I said, I feel like because of what we've gone through and what we've done as a as a couple and what we did as, on ourselves as singles before we got married, mm-hmm. people can relate to. And I think that, uh, you know, the hard part about marriages and relationships and businesses, you know, you typically only see the good part where, right. you know, Whereas to be able to relate to somebody, we need to see like full disclosure, you know? And I feel like me and and Ken have been able to give people that, you know, there have been times even um, where like, we're, I'm like literally like crying because we're growing through a moment. You know what I mean? Like not anything that he's doing to make me mad or, but when you're, when you're when you marry your mirror, you know they show you things that you about yourself that you possibly didn't know existed. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, right. You're learning that for the first time, um, or you're learning it, and now you're in a space where you want to grow from it. You know um, that can be pretty emotional. You know, other than the fact that you know while we were going through it, you know I'm also pregnant, but. Right, <laughs> but to see you know to see him point out something to me and be like hey this is what I was you know talking about because I know that the space that he's pointing out is a space in which he wants me to be my best self so he's not right so he's speaking it in love he's not right, trying to be course. you know hypocritical or yeah. you know everything everything that we do for each other you know as far as the growth is always out of love because we even understand that it's a it's bigger than me and him you know what i mean and right and so even when it comes to our relationship and it comes to our friendship and our marriage you know we we take that into consideration that you know hey we both have you know purposes on this earth outside of each other you know and um and so when we bring those purposes together now we have a purpose as a as a couple and as a as a um, a unit, and um, and we just wanted we just wanted people to understand. Hey, you know, like we go through it too. You know, like but we have to be able to be honest and we have to be a- willing to to grow to be better. You know. So, is your podcast is well? I know it's dedicated about your journey, but do you cover other topics, or is it just mainly about the growth of? Uh, two people coming together well um as of right now we've we've done about four i think if i think we've done about four episodes the first one was just like you know our first year in marriage because we just celebrated an anniversary in may um the game plan is to talk to other couples as well you know and we've had um an episode where we actually had a counseling session with our therapist um, and so, you know, again, 
some people don't believe in, you know, therapy. Some people don't believe in pre-marriage counseling. Me and Ken, we believe in both, you know, and we believe in, you know, if we're able to show people um, that counseling is cool and then at the end of the day, you know, like whatever we learned about each other, we're still in it to win it. You know, that absolutely. I think therapy is essential to whether you're in a relationship or not, just so you can know how to deal with the day to day sometimes. Because with all the stuff going on right now, you need somebody to talk to. I need my therapist. (laughs) I'm telling you. Okay, now um, I'm moving back into your other entrepreneur situation. What is one hard lesson that you had to learn? in being an entrepreneur, like whether it came from radio or you being an adventure or photography, anything in your entrepreneurial journey, what was one hard lesson that you had to learn? Um, So one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn while being an entrepreneur was, I have two, but, um, was making sure that your paperwork is right. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the more, more recent lesson as a inventor. I didn't see too many inventors as I was growing up. And I definitely didn't really see too many, um, as, a, you know, as an adult, um, and probably just because that wasn't my lane, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when it came to the steps of what to do to actually come up with an idea and then take a product to market. Um, I had, I really was, it was really the blind lean the blind. And so while you're doing it, you start to meet certain people and, and that will help you along the way. And not everyone um, is as generous with information, you know, as, as I feel we should be because honestly I feel like to get from point A to point B somebody had to help you get there you know Absolutely. I don't believe, you know you just happen to stumble upon you know success you know and so I feel like God places people in your lives for reasons and to help you get from where you were to where you're going which is why I love the pay it forward you know model why I am very, very dedicated to helping other people um, and why I freely give away information. But when I go back to my my issue was making sure that the business of your business, I was having some issues with my with figuring out the patent process and I didn't necessarily have the right lawyers in place. Let's just, you know, be be nice about it. You know? I definitely um, understand that. Luckily, I well, I don't know if you, I know Eva Jane. That's one of my good friends. And yes, yes. I just the makeup. Thing. Yes, I just created me and um a friend of mine. I'm, I don't know if you know, but I'm a DJ as well. So me and my DJ okay. mentor created a game called Singer Do recently. And when it got to the uh you know, the trademark situation wasn't hard. I was like, oh, I know how to do that. That's not an issue. But I'm like, yeah, we need to patent this. And I was like. I don't know anybody. So wait a minute. Yes, I do know somebody with a patent. Let me call Eva. <laughs> and right, definitely right. guided me directly into the, you know, the right hands. But like you said, you know, most people will not just take your hand and say, do this. Right. 
Not at all. And that was, and so to me, I felt like that was fine. You know, um, it's totally okay that, you know, that someone didn't take my hand. But one of the things that I was gonna, that I wanted was, I just didn't want you to take advantage of, of a person that didn't know. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I feel as if that's, that's my, that was my biggest thing. Just do your due diligence. You know, make sure that, you know, you ask around about, you know, um, different people that you might possibly go into business with, you know, or possibly do work with. Just make sure that, you know, you, um, yeah, just so, so basically just make sure that you're meeting the right people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because fortunately there are some sharks in the water. You know, and um, and again, the main thing for me was I I had such a great invention, but I was like, hold up, before I go out here and go hog nasty crazy with marketing, let me make sure that you know I have my business license and I have my EIN and I have my website and mm -hmm. you know and my trademark and my patent and all of that stuff, you know. I love the fact that, you know, Jane, she did the knockoff version and the real version of her product. Like, right. She was like, I, I know it's going to get knocked off, which I do too. But she was like, let me, let me come out with the knockoff version and charge a little less. You know, I, I think that that was when, when she said that during a panel that we were on, I was like, oh, that is ge like, that is genius, you know? Absolutely. Because, um, you know, I mean, when, uh, I, that's why I tell people all the time, I did don't care who has it. So you better figure out what you're going to do to make sure you can make the most out of your idea. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so I think that that's the main thing. Most people don't do not do that part. They get so excited about what they've got going on that they um, that they fast forward and they move right. quick. And so I think that we need to slow down a little bit sometimes when it comes to business. Um, Absolutely. So that we don't get taken advantage of or so that we don't lose, you know, what we're working on, you know? Exactly. Because it, it don't take but two seconds for somebody to come in and uh, swoop up your idea and it's over. And it's like, I spent all of my energy for someone that has had more money than me to just take it. That <laughs> Because, you know, the unfortunate thing is, is that, you know, yes, God gives you an idea, but he gives it to you and somebody else, too. So, absolutely, you know, as he says, what you going to do with it? <laughs> mm -hmm. You better move fast when, when you can. So uh, my next question is, what are some words of wisdom and motivation you would give to any upcoming entrepreneur? Words of wisdom. Um already already in already going or like starting out starting out that's trying to become an entrepreneur okay um um words of wisdom i would say you need to find a mentor um you know because i do believe that there are plenty of people that have knowledge that would love to give to someone, but we're so afraid to ask for help. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I think I can do it all on my own, but you know, again, and this is old school, but there's no I in team, you know? So if you, if you have an idea, I mean, let's just use makeup, for example, there are plenty of women 
you know, and men that are makeup artists that would love to teach somebody how to get into the business, you know, because you could, you could do someone's makeup and they can do it like two different people. And I might not like yours, but I might like someone else's, you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of times it, it really boils down to just the personality, you know, who you're, who you're dealing with. Um, as to how well, you know, your business might grow, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And so like for me as a photographer, I could be standing right beside somebody who took photos and my photos are going to look totally different from the girl right beside me. So for me, there is no competition. You know, we should always be collaborating. So I would say the very first thing, I would say the very first thing to do would be to um, find a mentor, you know, Um, and in that mentorship, don't just take, you know, be willing to like, you know, give. Um, For example, you know, um, if you want to go into photography, right? And And you're good at editing photos and you know that I have been like shooting my butt off and so I am backed up. Say, hey, you know, I'd love to offer my editing services, you know, to you. And and, um, and then I will reciprocate by teaching you, you know, how to shoot in natural light. Yes, right. The barter system ain't never failed us. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) I mean, so I definitely feel like there are people out there that are willing to give back um, so I would definitely say find find a mentor, and I would say be always educating yourself. You know, um, even in quarantine, like I don't know why I did it <laughs> when I signed up for it. It sounded cool, and then I got into it, and I was like, I gotta study, like and like <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I got a certification for women uh, for women entrepreneurship through Cornell University online. And it took me like six weeks. But you better do the dang thing. Girl, yes. And it was free. So, you know, that's the other reason why I did it. We have to continuously be educating ourselves, you know, and and in that same rate, uh, every six months you should be raising your rates. Listen, let me tell you something. You ain't said nothing but a word to me because one thing I am a strong believer in, every year I add something to my resume. I add a new skill set to my resume every year. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's becoming um, a professional graphic designer. I don't care if it's something like, oh, let me be an author. Whatever it is that I can do, I'm creating and adding that to my resume each year because you never stop learning, period. And you, and you, and you never should, you know, um, it's just so much life to be living, to be lived, you know, and, and it's so much that we can explore and so much that we can learn and so much that we can teach, you know? And so I definitely believe that, you know, adding multiple, making, you know, making a list of, of the things that you want to do before your life is over and start knocking them out. You know, every year for my birthday, I always do something. Last year, I released a poetry book. And this year, I released a book with my son called 365 Reasons Why I Love You. You know, and so, you know, it's just, it's just, you have to always, for me, my dad and my mom was amazing. And it was mm-hmm. like, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Like, as a parent, 
Like, right. you feel like you can't, you know? But I said, I don't have to outdo my father. I don't have to outdo my mom. I just have to be the best at what I can be, you know? And, um, and just always instilling that type of, you know, um, willingness to want to grow, to be better, to make sure that I'm leaving a legacy for, you know, for my family and for my children is what matters because that's what my dad did, which is the reason why I've, you know, always tried to, you know, outdo him, even though that's like not physically possible. <laughs> well, and exactly. The one thing that we do, uh, well, I don't know. I'm saying we, but I'm saying most humans, cause I don't do this, but most humans have fear and excuses. And it's like, if you remove fear and excuses from your vocabulary, everything's possible. Well then, yeah, of course. I mean, it, and and depending on your spirituality, you know, all you have to have is, you know, faith the size of a mustard seed, which is like That's tiny. It. You know, um, my biggest thing is, you know, you only you only lose when you quit. So just start the business and just take your time. I mean, when you look at some of the celebrities that made that got successful. I mean, Steve Harvey was like almost in his like late forties, right? And I remember him saying, "I just kept telling the same old jokes over and over and over again, and same jokes that made hundreds of dollars now make me hundreds of thousands of dollars." You That's know? right. All you have to do is just don't quit and be consistent, you know, and um, and you'll be successful. And everybody's vision for success is different. You know, at one point, I didn't necessarily want to be a multi-multi-millionaire, you know, at one point, right? Right. Now you'd be like, but you know what? I can, though. Right. Because <laughs> I got, like, I got a lot of work to do, right? But at right. one point, I just wanted to not have to ask somebody if I could, you know, um, pick up my son to go to the doctor, you know, right. or, you know, if I wanted to hang out with him for lunch. I didn't want to have to ask a boss like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, take a two hour break? Like, no, I just wanted to go to the When point. I want to do it. Exactly. Yeah, to the point where the teachers are like, uh, Ms. Pearson, you have to go home now because um, some of the other parents don't like the fact that you um, stay with your child after they drop theirs off. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I worked, I was like, I'm sorry. I worked, I worked to be able to stay. So, you know. That's right. Sorry. To be, that, the, the benefits of being an entrepreneur, doing what you want when you want. <laughs> but okay, so we are moving on. On Candy Kisses TV, we have a segment called Kiss or Diss. And this is where I name celebrity crushes and you're going to decide whether you're going to kiss or diss them. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Michael Ely or Michael B. Jordan? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Oh, that's actually not an easy one. Um, no kidding. <laughs> I'm about to say, give me uh, Michael B. Ely's eyes and then the rest of Michael B. Jordan. Okay. He's gonna mix them all up. I was gonna say, give me a little. Mess. I was gonna say <laughs> that wasn't the answer. <laughs> but um, I think Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I'd kiss him, and I, I, I guess to to be to answer correctly, I'd kiss him and diss Michael Ely. 
All right. Now, luckily, I, I mean, I haven't my, met Michael B. Jordan yet, but I know Michael Ely is very nice. So either way, you've been in good hands. Uh, <laughs> but, well, okay. I neither one of them kid ain't having that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Kevin Hart or Lil Duval, who you kissing, who you dissing? Girl, stop. Um, <laughs> I'd kiss Kevin Hart and I'd diss um, Lil Duval. All right. Last. And, and he's 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 a really you know i've met him in person he's really oh yeah yeah i've met him he, he's he's very nice i like that one of my not necessarily goals in life but you know how you just have people that you admire they hustle and i yeah. was like man i wish i could just meet him one day and i met him and he's very pleasant and i was mm-hmm. like now i just need him to put me on his staff and then i'll be perfect right. <laughs> <laughs> goals girl goals <laughs> right. so okay last one this is a tough one Okay. Craig Mack or Biz Markie? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Mack or Biz Markie? Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> you got a big one, too. <laughs> That's not even like fair. Uh, uh. Well, at least you know they both got talent. Bismarcky. Okay, so uh, Bismarcky. Just so that I'm, rem- I'm, I'm in remembrance of who he is. Um, what's the song that he came out with? Um, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, uh, baby, you. Right, I'd kiss Craig Mack and I just. Okay. I was thinking of another guy, and I was like, "Well, his skin is good." <laughs> but that's not. That's not Bismarcky. I cannot. Oh no! I mean, yeah, skin is okay. Uh, and the Craig, on the other hand. Oh well, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if we just being honest. So, so. Oh, okay, now we have added a new segment to Candy Kisses TV. It's called our DAQ section, okay. and that stands for dumbass questions. <laughs> <laughs> so these are just random questions that we want answers to. Okay. All right. If you were in a drive-through line and the cashier asked you to pull up because your food isn't ready, what would you do? Oh, my greedy butt would wait. <laughs> so you would pull up? I I would pull up to wait for my food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you better than me. I'm not pulling up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because at least I know it'll be hot. Like the last thing you want is some cold French fries. But see, that that comes with patience. See, the difference is, you're like, oh, okay, no problem. I'll pull up and wait on my food or whatever. The way my patience is set up, if this is supposed to be fast food, ma'am, I'm going to need for you to fastly get my food, and I'm not pulling up until I get my food. Simple as that. Oh, (laughs) good point. I could could totally understand, but yeah, it just depends on the wait time. Like, I don't think I'm waiting over 10 minutes. See, that, that's the thing. The, the weight is not even the issue for me. The fact that you want me to pull up is the issue for me. It's <laughs> like, because uh, they try to rush you out the way. Let me get you the next uh, people behind you. Well, guess what? Them people got the weight just like I do. You better get my food. <laughs> I could see. I could see that. Okay. Next question. Do you have a family member that randomly, t- randomly takes off their wig when you when they get drunk? Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> well aren't you blessed <laughs> I was gonna say uh, 
All right. And the last question. If someone offered you $10,000 to chew a cockroach while doing the electric slide, would you do it? Yeah, no. No. (laughs) You wouldn't get them 10 stacks? Um... Not the way the government giving out money right now for less. Like this is true. <laughs> you, you can qualify for unemployment. So, I was gonna say so. Chew a cockroach while doing the electric slide. Electric slide. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I might. <laughs> if, if it was chocolate covered, because that's just a part of my Asian culture. <laughs> now you know what I heard that they have uh, like why not not her I even know they have the chocolate covered um what's it grasshoppers toppers yeah and i heard they were good i'm not bold enough to try it but i heard they weren't bad girl anything with chocolate on top of it is good like you know <laughs> right you don't even know what you're eating you know well when you I- know what i'm good like as, as long as you don't tell me what it is i'm good but if you tell me while i'm chewing it that's when i have an issue mm-hmm. like my first time trying calamari it was excellent until they told me what it was i was like yeah i don't uh, want it anymore yeah just <laughs> rings you can't eat the ones that look like actual hands you know like actual squid you gotta eat the circle circle ones and then you'll be fine no no that's the thing i was eating the circle ones it was just the the visual of as i'm chewing it i'm like what you think i was like oh it's good and it's like yeah squid i was like oh never mind (laughs) as it is yeah i wasn't mentally prepared for that if i would have been mentally prepared had they told me i might have tried a little bit but the fact that i'm like for like little circle then and you tell me then yeah I'm <laughs> I believe that alright well that has been another Motivation Monday make sure you tune in to Candy Kids TV on Spotify Anchor FM Pocket Cast Google Cast Breaker and all the other good stuff we are here every Sunday Monday and Thursday enjoy tell them where they can find you on social media one more time you can find me at You Bring Me Joy on Instagram and also Joy A Stokes, J O I, the letter A, S T O K E S on Instagram and on Facebook. Joystick is the website for my invention. So J O I S T I K dot com is the website for my invention. Go All get right. Good. I said, go get you one. ASAP. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Thank you.